Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live from New York, it's your shows. I screwed it up already. You got to do it again. <laughs> it's your show's <laughs> favorite show. Live from New York, it's your favorite show's favorite show. It's First Things First. Today, free agent frenzy. Who is on the move, and is there a chance Draymond ends up in what? Sacramento. Who wrote that? Meanwhile. It's out there. I can't believe it's out there. Stomping on Sabonis, and then we're going to be teammates. Uh, Josh Allen on the clock. Why are the Bills the most urgent team in the NFL? And finally. Are they? Well, it's the silliest part of the show. And, uh, <laughs> Nick's favorite so, ex-player, this apparently. Is what, what do you this mean? Not Larry Bird. One of the but silliest questions. I, someone else. We've ever you, asked. Well, don't put, foist this on me. You had to have it in the show. Put it in the show. Because you're gonna be so good on it. Okay. I'm trying to help okay. you. It's in from those, Vlad those TV. 45 seconds yeah. we get to discuss it. Yeah. Leading with a Vlad TV clip. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're at now. In any event. We start with Dame's ongoing dilemma of should I stay or should I go? Also was a song. Dame, in Paris, coincidentally, was on Instagram Live when Will Smith's Welcome to Miami was playing. Hmm. Which was followed by Jimmy posting a clip of Dame's music. <laughs> which Tatiana said was pretty good. Dame just, can flow. I mean, we'll leave it at that. Really? Come on. That's it? He's pretty good. Exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. In any event, Chris Haynes, Portland Trailblazers star Damian Lillard and his agent Aaron Goodwin are meeting with the team today to dis- discuss the franchise's direction, league sources okay. tell, NBA on it's TNT happened. and Bleacher Report. Oh, you yeah. think so? Yeah. Finally, we got, we got a meeting. Yeah. What's Make the, it in a coffee shop. Why so are you the break so up, excited? You're not a, the, a, a heat oh, guy. No, I just I, I like to be right. And the Miami Heat are going to get Damian Lillard. And this trade for, for that, that the internet, that led He's by so Chris Broussard, so the Pied Piper of mocking me, and mocked me for all weekend, we can show it, is going to be essentially what it is. Now, last week when I first proposed this, it didn't say Hame Jack was junior because it was the number 18 pick. And then Friday when I did it, it did, and Brew laughed and laughed and laughed, and now this trade's all the rage with people saying Nikola Jovic is the key to the trade, but that's neither here nor there. This is going to happen because Damian Lillard has four years, $213 million left on his deal, which is essentially like having a no trade. No team, Brew, is going to trade for him if he's unhappy. No team is going to trade for him that he doesn't want to go to, so he is going to get to go where he wants, which is Miami. Miami, a team that was competent enough they could get him, they stayed essentially entirely out of the Bradley Beal sweepstakes because they want Damian Lillard. And if you remember Title Pie from a few weeks ago, the way too early, what did I tell you Pat Riley was going to be doing from his porch in Malibu? What, looking for whales and you laughed at me because that's what Pat Riley does so yeah he is and this idea that Damian Lillard is uh, well if we keep Jeremy Grant and sign Draymond Green that'll keep me there first of all they can't second of all it shouldn't because that's not going to move the needle he's going to be on the Miami Heat and we're going to have another top of the line contender well I'm look if they get Dame then yes, they are a contender. I would not – well, they're still a contender already. I wouldn't say they're the favorites to win it all because I still have Denver as the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. But if they got Damian Lillard for your little trade, well, that's all right, trade. keep Bam, keep Jimmy Butler, I think they'd be the favorite in the East. Wow. Certainly as it stands now. Now, Milwaukee and Boston are there. But they clearly have give Boston problems, not just from this year, but in the past when they've either lost to them yep. tough or beat them. Right, And they obviously have something from Milwaukee as well. So they have to be considered, I'd say, the end of the season is a top team in the East unless one of those two teams does another deal. However, 
I'm not going to concede yet. It's been a long time since you've been right. Oh, that's So not I'm not going to concede that's that this deal is going down. Now, I, Jovic, I don't know. I, I got to be honest. I, I feel like this dude really might be nice, potentially. On, you've watched just, a lot of his games? No, just, <laughs> I'm just maybe the name. I don't know. But look, a lot of international guys who get drafted that nobody knows about, right? They get drafted in the second round or late in the first. Wait, whenever. just because his name so sounds now, like no, Hold on a second. I'm just so saying now this trade that a week ago you said was not enough, now you're saying no. they might be giving up too much well, no. because Jovic is in Because, no, all I'm saying, I have no idea if this guy can play. Yeah. I'm just saying it's possible yeah. he actually is, has really good potential. However, if I'm Portland, I, I tell you what, if I well, let me put it this way: If I'm Boston, mm-hmm. I don't want Dame in Miami. That's the last thing I want. Even if I can't get him, I don't want you getting him. And I'd love to have him, so I would offer Jalen Brown. But it, do I really want to play pay Jalen Brown the super max when he's my second best player, not my first best, second best? Wouldn't you be doing that with Dame? Dame's on a super max, and don't you think Tatum's better than him? And he's older. Well, Dame and, is close. And, They're both close. And I, I get it, he's older, but here's the deal. But he doesn't want to be in Boston. They've been, he, he can win a championship there. I think he'll be fine in Boston. They can, they've been a contender for, what, six, seven years now. Haven't won it. They need to win a championship, and I think Dame makes them better. they got defenders around him. Mm-hmm. If I'm Portland, I'd rather have Jalen Brown. I agree with that, but I don't think they are going again. This is there's how there's how business brew you that, and I know this. I mean, unless he just says what's but he's locked up for four years. I understand, but this this is where that's what I was going to say is there's like how business should be done according to you and others, and how business is done, and that sounded worse than what I meant. My point sounded bad. That's not what my my (laughs) point is is you are right. He is under contract. They can send him anywhere. I do not have an example that I can think of of a star who has been with the team for a very long time that makes it clear, I don't want to go somewhere. And then the team says, too bad, you're going there. But has and, he said, he's well, just Chris said Miami said, and Brooklyn no, are but, his top but Chris choices. Haynes, who seems to he's close today. be very close to him, was asked about Boston and just started laughing and said, Dame does not want to be in he Boston. Want to go to Boston. And so I would imagine he'll make that clear to the Blazers. Well, they, I agree they, with you. That would be should, a better trade. If Boston offers him, then, Brown, then you need to have that. a conversation with yeah. Dame and, and the Celtics and uh, yeah, Here's the conversation. I don't want to go there. So toss up, tear up your Boston <laughs> offer and send me to Miami if, or if, Brooklyn like I asked if, for. Well, why would he want to go to Brooklyn? I agree I with you. He likes Mikael Bridges. They're not, not going to be any better than Portland is in the West. That's true. I agree we with should that. go to Miami. Here's, uh, if they like the Miami cool. deal. They, not, the Miami ranks. High on culture, low on points. Now, they, they all of a sudden, the ball started to go through the basket during the playoffs. But overall, during the regular season, they could not score. And then in the finals, they lost games by scoring 89, 95, 94, well, and 90. Hold on. What was this, that sentence? When did they lose those games? In what round? In the finals. In the finals. They were oh, thoroughly okay. outmatched in the finals. And yes, they, they were. They got their silver medals, which you yes, value more than no, anyone else in NBA but if you media. are No, that is not the case. you got to score but, more than 95 Right, and you know what helps? Adding Damian Lillard. That, what are you that's talking what about? So that's the point of the saying? graphic. Uh, if they don't get you, you, you seem to be saying even with Dame, are you saying they're no? Not, I'm saying they desperately. They're they've got vibes oh. and no scoring. And Dame. Oh, gives I'm you sorry. A if they I get won't. Dame, are they the Eastern Conference favorite? No. Really? No. It's Giannis. You just okay. wrote that off like like it's Giannis. there's no chance. Well, the, the Giannis I, they just beat you, in five you, games without Damian Lillard. That Giannis? Yeah, healthy Giannis. Giannis that doesn't miss a game. You guys I, say I'm that. not writing Milwaukee off if they get Dame. So but they're, all of a sudden they're going to win. Little, they're uh, going to win without an all-time great player. Because I have to say, yes, you guys go Dame through your history. Dame is an all-time great player. No, top 75. He's not top 25. No, the, but okay, it so it's going back to one of when. Go ahead. Chauncey Billups. <laughs> okay. Chauncey Billups, the 08 Celtics are on the fringe. The, yeah. the Raptors with Kawhi are on the fringe. But sure, typically yeah. – but all right, so two things. First of all, I misunderstood what you were saying, so I apologize for yelling at you. Not accepted. I, I, I thought you were saying Miami's with or without Dame not that close. You were saying this is exactly what they need. Yes, they're close. Okay. But I do think I reserve it that I somehow they got super hot during the playoffs. I understand, they but, they, but they over were, the last but, four years, they lead the NBA in playoff victories. They're tied to leading the NBA in 
in finals appearances. They're tied for the lead in the NBA in conference finals appearances. I think they're very good. And so they, they, that's since Jimmy Butler's been there. If they were to get him, Brew, I did a big three rankings, if I could show it to you guys, see what you guys think. Well, there's only a couple. Well, there no, the so teams that didn't make the rankings. Well, Cleveland, you know, if they had a big three. five. I have them at five. I, other people value wow. Bradley Beal sure. more than I do. I have Booker, Durant, and Beal at five. At number four, LeBron, AD, and Austin Reeves. They are number four. Does that uh, qualify what? as a big three? I don't I mean, think it qualifies kind as a big three. Well, he's about to get $100 a trio. million. Bucks. Can we just call it a trio? Oh, well, that's what it says. Top five trios. That's okay. fine. That's you what say I mean. a big three, okay. though. Yeah, that, no, you're yeah. right. Austin like Reeves is not a part of anyone's a big, big three. three. I agree. But this okay. is the best trio in the NBA. I know he thinks he's that's him, fine. but he's not a part of a big three. He's about to get a lot of money. Number three on the list. Milwaukee, assuming Middleton's back. That's a big three, though. We're Giannis, uh, that that's is big a trio. Three adjacent. Giannis, Drew, adjacent. Middleton. Adjacent. Number two on the Remember list, Drew's talking I would have these Miami Heat. Jimmy, Dame, and Bam. And number one is the one that just won the title. Joker, Murray, and Aaron Gordon. I think Miami would instantly be in the argument for bad. the best you know, whatever you want to call it, trio, top trio of, in the league, and clearly, I think, be the best in the Eastern Conference. Because in the East, other than Milwaukee, it's like Boston, it's Tatum, Brown, Porzingis. Cleveland is Garland, Mitchell, and Mobley. Like, no. So that's, to me, I, here's your what, five best trios. It's not bad, but what I would say, if you're just strictly looking at trios, yeah, Phoenix is trio. I think is better than Miami's like trio. Right. Not as a unit. Really? Not as a fit. I'm just talking, if you were talking oh, about the three best Like if it was like a, sure, but I'm talking about like how it fits a, on the basketball Yeah, I mean, because obviously we don't even know what their depth is. What's up? But. The Warriors? Not unless you have a time machine. No. The Warriors. Yeah, Steph, I mean, they, Steph, they just won it, what, two years ago? Yeah, no, I, but Brew, do you think, would you, do you, would you have replaced any of those with the Warriors? With Draymond and Clay at this stage? Championship pedigree. The, the, no, Bruce is really doing cogent analysis. No, here. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I, what I like about Miami's trio is it does fit. It fits right. Perfect. Like you got the Bam plays from the foul line down. Yep. He's inside. Jimmy Butler's a mid-range slasher, and Dame obviously is a great shooter. And, Jimmy, and then two of them defend. Correct. Jimmy covers up Dame's yep. weaknesses defensively. I think, but I think as just straight up three, sure. Yeah, Phoenix that, is, is I more, talented. more talent, but, but as yeah, far as, as winning team, basketball, okay. and fit, like the and Milwaukee's threesome does not is not right. more talented than others, but mm. they fit perfectly for the re- reasons we've discussed. I okay. do think I think you agree with me. They would be favored in the East. If they yeah. get Dame. Okay. I think they might be fa- – they maybe should be favored in the East either way, depending on what happens in free agency. If Milwaukee if loses Chris Middleton – If they don't get Dame, but Milwaukee loses Chris Middleton, all go with the Heat. Wow. The, Over I, Boston? Yeah, I don't believe in the Celtics as that duo. Well, I don't. that's why they should go after yeah, Dame but, themselves. Well, sure. Okay. Agreed. But I don't think he's – Set over to the Bay. Check in on a trio that's not even top five in the league. Warriors expected to sign Draymond to a three-year deal. Seems pretty obvious to me, at least. Here's their numbers. 491 wins, ninth most all-time, four titles. But here's their ages. Steph's 35, Clay's 33, Draymond's 33. Nick, is this the right move? I think they have to do it. And there was a lot of scuttlebutt the day after the draft that, you know, if I were to do a Brian Windhorse impression, you know, what's going on with the Kings? Not very. I'm not you're good. Hard no, into it or don't do uh, it. You're, you know what? You're right. That was very And Wendy, half-hard. you deserve better. I apologize. <laughs> um, I didn't even get the quote right. Um, but the Kings opened up cap space, traded away the 25th pick, mm-hmm. got off Rashawn Holmes, and there was speculation, oh, could they be a destination for Draymond Green? I don't buy that at all. I do buy they are trying to drive the price up on the Golden State Warriors. It is in the King's interest that the Warriors have less flexibility and less, you know, and have to cut costs elsewhere. They are competing with the Warriors literally on the court, figuratively in the area over the next few years. Mm-hmm. And you have the best player on the Kings, De'Aaron Fox, clutch client, Draymond, clutch client. I don't think a Sabonis Draymond 
front court makes a lot of sense basketball-wise offensively. Defensively, fine, but they both like to handle the ball in similar yes, areas. The bonus is they're, they're Draymond. The, in, yeah. in they're, limited, it, they're limited shooters. The bonus is better in the regular mm-hmm. season. The playoffs, we'll set that aside. So I think he's going back, and I think the Sacramento – I don't think Draymond Green wants to go to play in Sacramento. I think, though – he is trying to use this as a way yeah. to get a $100 million contract, which he said he thinks he deserves, and or he Instagrammed or something like that. Yeah, like and so, yeah, I think they're bringing him back, bro. I'd be shocked if they don't. Yeah, I, I feel they're bringing him back. There's no question. Because as long as Steph is in his prime, they have to go for it. Go for as many championships as they can get with Steph. Look. There's go- they tried this whole, you know, let's go young and let's Two still tracks. try to win. It's not going to work, all right? And there's going to be a drop-off. When this era ends, there will be a drop-off. Showtime Lakers, Bird Celtics, Jordan Bulls, Duncan Spurs, it- it's inevitable. Yeah. You're going to have Isaiah's maybe a Pistons, decade. Who, yes, w- yeah. it may be a decade of, of tough sledders. So go ahead and get all the championships you can get. And that offense and defense isn't the same without Draymond. It's as simple as that. So three years, $100 million, something like that, if he'll settle for that, that's great. And I think he'll be, you know, he'd be happy with that. So, so yeah, got to bring him back. Are we at the tough sledding part right now, though? I think no, that's the question. because they're still looking. Look, they better make some more moves. This can't be it. If, if your big move was – Chris Paul and drafting Trace Jackson Davis, I think that's the kid's name out of Indiana, then you're not winning the West unless wow. there's a whole lot of injuries. I mean, you're not. No, They, I, I, they would be I, essentially yeah. the same team they were last year. Right. And Who's so, well, without Jordan Bull, the there'd be, you know, maybe I'll think about it. But right yeah. now, they the bottom line is they need size. Yeah. Like, they got to get legitimate size, a seven-footer who's – if he's just mediocre, but they need size. When they were winning championships, they had Andrew Bowman. Well, they do have Looney. They, they yeah, have but he's Looney. six nine. He's great, but they need a backup for him. The, sh- Maybe just, like uh, James Wise. Yeah, well, that like that. Well, he, he look. He they, wasn't a winner, I guess. That's that was, whatever felt. it was. I mean, they, they gave up on him, whether they should or they shouldn't have. That also had some financial reasons for well, that. Well, they, I thought he was I very heard they're going to break the bank now. And so, but well. But that, here's the deal. Draymond opted out of $27 million. We'll see what his end, you know, the salary ends up being. It's prob- that's what they're haggling over now. It probably ends up around 30 Chris Paul and Jordan Poole make the same amount, essentially, except Chris Paul only has one year. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole had four years left. But even though, and I know we'll get to it later, there is a history between Draymond and Chris Paul, I felt like trading your 23-year-old for a 38-year-old signaled, or 24-year-old for a 38-year-old signaled, Draymond's coming back oh, because yeah. you it's are absolutely. you are not trading for Chris Paul in order to not try to do everything you can to win right now. And one thing Steph and Steve Kerr seem an absolute lockstep on is. We're not a championship contender without that guy. And whatever their size limitations are, those become totally crippling if you don't have him defensively. They might be too much anyway, but they certainly are if he's not there. So I think Draymond has a lot of leverage the Warriors to get a very favorable contract and I think given he'll the trajectory be, of his play. I think he'll be fair, if you will. Like, I don't, I don't know that he's just going to go to the highest bidder. What if Detroit, because he's from Michigan, offers him money? I don't think he's going there. I don't think he wants to go to Sacramento either. I think he wants but to stay with the But don't you think those, those guys, the, those, whatever offers he gets, Rich will then go to the Warriors and say, you don't have to match it. But we're not giving you a 20% discount. Maybe in the neighborhood. Right. We, we, you gotta, we, we you will give you a yeah. 10% discount maybe. But So that, that could be costly for him. Great representation, too. Well, that's what I hear. Yeah. (laughs) Are the Bills the most desperate team in the NFL? Next on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. NFL.com broke out the old urgency meter. Coming in at number one, 
Brew your Buffalo Bills. Dan Hans is writing, look no further than the recent drama around star receiver (laughs) Stefan Diggs as an example of potential cracks in the structure. Pressure can do that to even the most solid of foundations. You know, Brew played high school football in upstate New York. Throw the ball that's 70 where, yards. That's where he threw the ball 70 yards. I actually Was it Dorsey Levens that you... I you, played you, against Dorsey. Yeah, that's I what think. I thought. Yeah, that's why they're your Bills. Yeah. Go ahead. Had a Sorry. great game. Two touchdowns. <laughs> See, Throwing or running or catching? Running. Both. One catching, one running. Th- threw to himself. <laughs> but go ahead. Do Sorry. you agree that the Bills are the most urgent team in the league? Uh, No. Didn't they just give their head coach a two-year extension that he didn't need, and now he's through 2027? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's number one. And I, I'm not saying, again, he should be, should have been, should be fired after, if, the, if they don't win it this year. But where he wants to win now because he's competitive, but where's the desperation? Well, like, if they don't give him that extension, he already was extended through 2025. I think he feels some more desperation now he feels like I'm a competitor. I want to win, but I would have liked a little bit of desperation okay. there as well. And then secondly, your quarterback is 27. Yep. As if he's as good as everyone except Nick thinks he is. Well, or right, if he's Diggs. that good, then your window is as long as he's in his prime. I get the momentum's not there, and they've had some disappointing playoff losses. Get worse every year. But to think that this team has to win it this year or it's over is ridiculous. The team that is desperate is the New York Jets. Oh, They are the most desperate team. Oh, they just paid their quarterback $50 million a year. What's he got? $100 million left on the deal. Sure. Oh, and he turns 40 in December. Oh, and he might retire after this yeah. season for all we know. Oh, and he's up there bringing up Super Bowls, and that trophy from 1969 yeah. looks awfully lonely. That's all He's true. bringing it up himself, yes, but and he's in New York. Can I counter that? They better win okay. it, baby. Can I counter that? Yeah. But they're the Jets. So that means he, he's, not, he's talking like the Jets the, are some that. great franchise. Oh, my gosh. I've Hold been on. Here's about the, here's the, the distinction. <laughs> if the New York Jets go 12-5, and five, win the division, and make the AFC title game, it is the second best year in the history of the franchise. So the, the idea that they have to get to much less win a Super Bowl or else there is going to be massive upheaval or changes or disappointments, not true. But what if, if, Ro- what if they do that mm-hmm. and then Rodgers walks Well, away. then I think they say, you know what? Get at least it wasn't Zach Wilson. Now we got Wilson. Zach Wilson. At hey, least Zach it Wilson's wasn't Zach Wilson. It was, you, we gave it our level best. It was a good year. No one embarrassed themselves. Salah solidified himself. It's fine. If we are ranking teams facing the most urgency, it's kind of wor- weirded oddly, number one is clearly Buffalo. Number 32 is the Chiefs. And somewhere in the middle is the Jets. Like the Bills. You think 32 is the Chiefs? Yeah, the Chiefs are, I mean, you can say, I, I, I understand they what you're saying. Like, make. Make, uh, sure, but in a different way. So pressure, urgency, whatever. Okay. Number one is Buffalo. So Buffalo is on a straight downward trajectory. They, in twin, okay, oh, let me tell you how, Brew. I didn't. I will tell you exactly because I thought you might ask that question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in 2020, yep. they made the first their first AFC Championship game since 1993. Their quarterback finished second in MVP voting. They were the talk of the town. In 2021, they lost in round two, but in heartbreaking, epic fashion, and their quarterback seemed to take a step back until the end of the year when he was playing the best ball of his life. But that is a step back. The quarterback went from all-year-long MVP candidate, the team AFC Championship game, to out in round two, and the quarterback, okay, and then very good. Last year, they were blown out in round two, and their quarterback's final two months of the year were the worst two months of football we've seen them play in four years. Then their defensive coordinator said, not retiring, just don't think I want to be in this business anymore. And their star wide receiver is through a left camp. The coach said he was very concerned, then not concerned, then canceled practice. So, yeah, I'd say the Bills are facing a lot of urgency. If this year... It goes south for them, yeah. and it's the fourth straight year. They go in the wrong direction. Massive changes are coming. Like what? 
Like, the, co- the coach isn't going anywhere. Why not? Because he signed through 2027. So what? Why we, do that? We, he already uh, had two years extra left on his deal. Because we see coaches. We just want to give away get, money. Get caught, to maybe try to add some stability. Maybe to add some. No, no, no. We believe in all of this. Mm-hmm. He, do you know, Wilds? And I can ask you, do you know? I'm not trying to put anyone on the spot. But, Wilds, you didn't like. The coordinating situation with the Patriots last year. The, yeah, you think? Yeah. Who, who the, did? the Bills defensive coordinator. Do you guys see who's replacing Leslie Frazier? The answer is no. Sean McDermott's just taking that job on as well. Which is, you know what, I always like in a company when things haven't gone well for a couple years for somebody to be like, you know what, that position we're leaving vacant. We just decided that we, we got enough board. hands on deck to I'll deal with it. I'll also do that. And so, and by the way, Josh Allen. Are, how good is he are, that we're sure of? How good is he without Brian Dable? How good is he within the context of the AFC quarterbacks? So I'm, I'm going to show you a graphic that you're going to be mad about but also feel complimented by. Okay, thanks. It's, it's really threading the needle. If Mahomes is Tom Brady, maybe Josh Allen is Peyton Manning. And you start slow because you run into the juggernaut. Yeah. But there's plenty Thank of times. Do you buy that? So he could still be an all-time great. He's just running up against an all-time greater. That is such a great take. You should have included the columns of league MVPs, nearly won the Heisman, number one pick. Don't compare him to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning had one flaw. One flaw. Which was playoff got, performance. Yes, playoff right, performance. That's a big, that's a big flaw. flaw, Nick. I, I understand. Oh, yeah, I understand. Because Allen doesn't really have that flaw. Oh, he well, was phenomenal in that loss to the Chiefs. You're as right. You know. is Allen is Allen. We have seen him be unbelievable in the playoffs. Unbelievable twice in a win against the Patriots and a loss against the Chiefs. How was he in this year's playoffs? He struggled this oh, year. Okay, and how was he in, in, the in his first time in the playoffs? No, I'm just how, how was he in the Buffalo. first time in the playoffs? Nick, and you how know, was he in overall, the AFC Championship overall, game? his playoff numbers no, are. Much better than Manning's uh, were at okay, this Okay, that's fine. And but, that, but that's the Wilds. That's an awesome graphic. Well, I gotta give you props. It, thank you, Josh. Great job. So he's Peyton Manning. No, I'm just saying you're. This is I, a lot of what you said about the Bills is true. Mm-hmm. They want to win. They need to win. They've been knocking at the door. But you act like if they lose, God forbid, we don't want to compete. We're not going to get better. We're just going to blow it all no. up with a 27-year-old no, quarterback I, no. who everybody thinks what is a top-five guy. What, okay, what, I don't know that everybody thinks he's a top-five guy. I don't know that. We, we have Most Mahomes, people think we have, he's top-five. Hold top on, well, just real quick. We have Mahomes. We have Burrow. Jalen Hurts. We're at three now. So then you also have you have Justin Herbert. Not everyone puts Hurts ahead of him. Okay. Not everyone. Okay. Well, there's the, okay. That's you know what I'm not even yeah, trying to argue. Is, is he four, five, six, seven, whatever it is? That's we don't we don't have to do that. He's a franchise. What, what I am arguing is this: the Buffalo Bills in the AFC made the AFC title game. Announced. This is two, three years ago. They are obsessed with beating the Chiefs. Everything we do is about beating the Chiefs. They then had the Chiefs beat, and they blew it. They then doubled down on that the next year and vastly overpaid for 33-year-old Von Miller. Mm-hmm. They gave a 33-year-old pass rusher six years $120 million. They knew then they, they, they then gave their mercurial diva wide receiver a contract extension to make him happy, and they knew Josh Allen's money was kicking in. That They knew those bills were Coming due, and the the reason was because we were better than Kansas City last year. We're going to get them this year. Instead, they were barely better than Skylar Thompson. They got their teeth kicked in by the Bengals, and now they're in the toughest division in football. The idea that this thing can't go real left on that it can't be a ten and seven year. Want to hit the schedule real quick? Oh yeah, this is going to go. This this week one game, bro. If the Jets lose this game, people are going to be oh. It, there's That's, more expectations on that week if one. The Jet, right. If the Jets lose, they're going to be devastated. If the Bills lose, they're going to start that, freaking out. That's not the that's not the key to the schedule, bro. The key yeah, to the schedule, schedule is look at their start. non-divisional games starting in November, which is week nine. This has another late season swoon written all over it. Where you start the season great, your non-divisional games at Cincinnati, at the Eagles, at the Chiefs. Home for the Cowboys at the Chargers. I'll tell you what. What? You better, that week 14 is going to be a good, tune in. Good, beat them. Beat the Chiefs. After the bye, 
Yeah, Full that's good. Rest. Beat the yeah. Chiefs Going in the regular season. Going into Kansas City, drive the bus around Arrowhead yeah, again. So what? All Look, I'm like not Denver. saying I'm picking the Bills to win it. All I'm saying is you act like if they don't win it, Major then they got to blow everything no, up. No, I am saying that if for the fourth straight year they go backwards, major changes are coming. Okay. That is the case in any business. If in any business you get you are worse than your previous year for three consecutive years. Well, they were actually thirteen and three last year. They, Wasn't that an improvement? They are. Their the record got better. Record? They went from in the AFC title game to close in round two on the road to blown out in round two at home. A that loss track. Is a loss. That track goes to the. They, losing in the and wild. And they lost program. Von Miller. I, I I believe they feel like had they had Von yeah, Miller, well, they you know, maybe been you don't different. give you know a pass rusher coming off an injury in his mid thirties, well, hundred and twenty million dollars we'll over six years. Okay. Coming up next, a FIBA update in Wemby. I think we have new music. Oh, Wemby. Yeah, FIBA. There's like a beat underneath our regular. Baseball is back, and so is Slipping Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Wemby update. <laughs> what? You know when you see guys in the gym and they can't miss, you're like, man, being a, <laughs> being a professional basketball player, they're so good. This was the opposite. <laughs> Also, Wemby will skip FIBA to focus on his rookie season, He's so you may shots. need to get a <laughs> to refund. To focus on his rookie season and making shots. Your Canada-France tickets okay. in August 25th. Oh, good alley-oop. Nick, was this a good idea? Uh, yeah, I think it's good. I, I do think skipping FIBA is fine. I, they, they also made it clear that he might want to play in the Olympics still. I think that's fine. Seems I think, like that. I think getting explained. acclimated to the team and the NBA and working on that jump shot is good use of his time. This video. I, listen. It was 45 block. seconds. Uh, uh, bro? Really? Bro? How many times? You're Hold on. Wait a moment. No 45 bro? seconds? Oh, wait a second. Literally, no one's doing that. No one is writing them off. No. But, Brew, how many times have we heard you say on this show that NBA guys in practice at open gym, they are all shooting like 90%? So, the, here's, here's all I'm saying. No one is saying he's going to be a bust. No one is saying he's not going to be a good player. I personally think he is going to be an above-average number one pick, which means a Hall of Famer. But the fact that that puts me on the far end of the bell curve on Wimby optimism Mm. means... We are a little over our skis with him. You also said he couldn't win Rookie of the Year. Was going to no, average I didn't say couldn't. I said he was going to average nineteen and eight. First of all, which sounds than like Rookie and, and two I, what two to three blocks. You said I said he lead could the lead the league in blocks. He's winning Rookie of the Year if he does nineteen eight and say two. Not if he plays blocks. sixty games. Well, that's, that's the only. Right, well, that, but that's so a caveat. So again, not I, I well am enough. not anti this kid. What I am saying is. And everyone at this table has to acknowledge it. For the average basketball fan, who I assume was not watching the Metropolitans a lot over the, you know, via YouTube or wherever they could stream them, Mm -hmm. they went into this thinking, oh, this guy's step back one legged threes. He's a (laughs) 7'5 sniper. And when they heard on this show that he shot 27% from three, it's a little startling for how he was. Packaged. Do you, is that not right? Is that not no, right? No, it's not right. Okay. Because here's the thing. When you talk to people in the NBA, mm-hmm. they are almost universal in the praise of this kid. I, That's the thing. Like, you can't – it's hard to find a scout or an executive who's like, eh, I mean, I'm I not so sure. I said he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, I said Hall of Famer. Most of them are saying better than that. And that's what Woj is not making up – Best prospect in American team sports history. Well, he's Woj is not making up best offensive and defensive player in the next three years. I mean, and I'm I think that's not going to happen either. I'm with you on that. All I'm saying is the jump shot. Look, to answer your question, FIBA, I'm fine. I'm I'm with Nick. I think it's smart. And what he did was he calculated that if I play FIBA this summer, play for the Spurs. Play in Paris yeah. and then play my next season with yeah. the Spurs. It's like 170 games in two years. Yeah. Not wise. Plus the playoffs he said that he, he's right. carry him. He too. said he did it by himself. 
But I think the Spurs probably talked to his doctor or something like that about, hey, that's a lot of playing on him. But to get to the jump shot, Nick, here's the thing, and I'm with you. And you never bring up that Scoot also shot. No one is saying Scoot is going to win league MVP in three years. No, no one is but saying they're saying Scoot he's is... going to be a franchise player. And yes. I'm not saying he's not. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying for you, the reason you – I don't even want to say you're down on Wimby. The reason, though, that you have a tad bit of skepticism, in addition to his size, his build, is that he shot 27% from three. Yeah. But when Scoot's three-point shot, I believe, is a lot more important to his game as a point guard than Wimby's is as a 7-5 player. It's not like he's if he can't hit the three, he's no, not going to do it. anything in I this understand, league. but he's my point five. is Scoot Wimby is not in, according to our colleagues and NBA execs and everyone, Wimby is not competing with Scoot. He is competing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Okay. I never said if I had the number one pick, I would take Scoot over Wimby. That is not my opinion. My opinion is that this guy c- could come into the league and have a similar instant impact of Anthony Davis, who is a top 75 player and a champion, and people will be like, huh! This friend's stiff, and that's unfair. I don't think people will do that. Okay. I don't think anybody's expecting him to, say, do what Kareem did as a rookie. As a rookie? Really? Yeah, Wild, really. Wild because yes, Kareem led a team, what, to the conference 14. finals, I believe. Hold on. Wild said 23, 14, three blocks. Yeah, those were Shaq's numbers. Yes. I want him to have Shaq's numbers. And yeah. then win 20 games, go 500, and make the play-in. Yeah. That's fair. He's uh, put him in the Hall of Fame. I no, want him to well, go Let's see what his teammates look like first. Spend some money. You got $40 million dollar treasure chest just, just sitting there. Yeah. Go get somebody. And here's – let me clarify this. Yeah, Wimby's 19. I don't know if all the 19 – not no. I, when I'm talking about NBA guys hitting jumpers all the time, a lot of times it's the veterans. It's, this is a rookie stepping in who's 7'5". I don't expect him to hit. Now he didn't look good. Empty gym? I, I liked. It was three shots. It was four shots. Can we run it again? Really? Uh, there are some of them that are clanging off like the. I don't even know what you call it. It's the rim and the backboard. It's this Hold part on, right Nick, here. And Nick, you'll notice. And, and okay. this is not a shot against LeBron. How did LeBron look in the pre in, in the preseason when he was a rookie? Yeah, that's not right. good. That's right. And, Everybody was like, "Oh wow!" Is the best and in his first game, he was history. phenomenal. And his first game, he was twenty six five and I nine. Was there. First game, he was yeah. awesome. I talked to Larry Bird that day after he said. Yeah. He's going to be a Hall of Famer right now. Bro gets me on those, man. I'll, I'll I know. never be able to end I was there, oh, and after we were like, all right, sorry. And I talked to Larry Bird yeah. <laughs> That's Bruce's version. That's like I'm our show's saying. version of I played you. Yeah, yeah that's right. We don't no, have no, that. I talked to Larry Bird. Bruce's like, I was, I was there. there. And then I talked to Larry Bird. Bird. I was awesome. about him but he struggled in the preseason. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Chris Paul and the Warriors still sounds weird. Here's Steve Kerr's rationale. We're going to be a lot different. I've loved this group that we've had the last couple years, but the biggest point is that we sense we needed a shift. didn't mean we needed an overhaul, per se, but we needed a shift of some sort. Are you buying this? I mean, yes and no. I mean, they wanted to get off Poole's money. And they, I, in a perfect world, it's like, okay, how can we get off Poole's money long term but also add someone who could help us right now and not add any money long-term. And the answer to that, there's not a lot of players in the league, literally only a handful that contracts would allow that. One of them just happened to be their hated rival. (laughs) And so then from a basketball perspective, you do justify it in the point Brew made where he was 100% correct, which is the Warriors, when Steph went to the bench, went to die in the regular season, in the playoffs. And so can Chris give us eight minutes a half where, you know, where he runs the ship? The question is... Is that all you're giving him? Well, so that's... No, he's got to play. No, he's going to play I, more, at, but I don't know how much more in the regular season. I would, if they're not going to do what I said... to 30? I, I want to keep it under 28 so, but regard, and keep his games limited. The question is... 
Is Chris going to be okay with that? A guy who led the league in assists the year before last and last year still had an awesome year, you know, in the regular season statistically, not compared to himself, but compared to point guards writ large. Top five. And so I don't think this was the best move they could have made. I think it was the best move they could have made when you incorporate the financial Mm -hmm. limitations that they were under. That they put themselves. Well, I know, Wiles, you want to know, because I agree with a lot of what Nick said. For for what Chris, if he's going to run that second unit, that'll be fine. They did want to get off Pool's money. The shift was, as we've been talking about, the locker room. That's the shift. All right, that they needed to get that, as I called it, a stench of the altercation with Draymond and Pool out of there. They've done that, and now they feel like they'll be fine. But you guys, I know, think that because Paul has been such a rival with the Warriors that this might not work. Look, I brought it up Friday. Meta World Peace versus Kobe Bryant. Matt Barnes versus Kobe Bryant. You know, Dennis Rodman, for goodness sake, versus the Bulls of Jordan Pippen. Like, he was a rival with the Bulls. And Lance Stevenson were teammates on the Lakers at one point. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've heard the phrase. But that is someone coming in. And saying, I will play alongside you, Alpha Dog Kobe or Alpha Dog LeBron. Not, hey, we were heated rivals and you won. Let me, I will lay down my sword and I am now your backup. Well, the fact that he's, that's the one thing. Not not that they can't get along. I think they'll be fine because you've heard the phrase, you hate him as an opponent, you love him when he's your teammate. Yeah, except for James Harden and Chris Paul. The one thing, well, the one thing I'll give you, is will Chris accept being the backup to his rivals? I that's I, the only thing. I don't think the problem, and I know I know we're gonna get to it right here. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think Steph is even keeled, even tempered, and just wants to win. If there is a problem, I do not think it's gonna be Steph and Chris no, Paul. No. I think it will be Draymond, oh. Draymond and Chris <laughs> yeah. Paul, which I know we're gonna Okay, to chemistry here. bedrock of the Warriors dynasty. It's one of the reasons Jordan Poole was traded post-Draymond punch. Now, luckily, Draymond is totally cool with CP3, as heard here in this interview from 2020. Take a listen. <laughs> Steph came up in North Carolina. CP came up in North Carolina. So they kind of had that relationship, you know, that pre-existing relationship where Steph would work out with CP when he was in college and, you know, CP in the league and all of this stuff. I hated it. Because to me, <laughs> to me, CP was kind of using that to his advantage. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, CP is a smart guy. Like, I I don't like CP at all. Like, we don't have a good relationship at all. But I respect his hustle and I respect his IQ. He's smart as hell. Yeah, so you replaced a guy Draymond actually punched for a guy he's for a long time wanted to punch. I'm sure, like, that is the combustible issue, right? The question is, because I think people were, there were some similarities with the Stephen Durant thing. They weren't, like, hated rivals, but it was like, okay, so these two alphas in the conference, you know, uh, in the league Mm -hmm. alongside LeBron, Steph beat Durant. Mm -hmm. Durant then, as you would say, laid down his sword, so to speak, to come play with him. How's it going to work? Who's going to take more shots? Who's going to be the best player? Steph did everything he could to make it work, and Draymond blew it up at some point, right? And so I do do wonder, assuming Draymond Green is about to get a new contract – and be fully emboldened by it, if things are a little prickly, when we all assume this Chris Paul thing is a one-year deal brew, if, Dr- if Draymond doesn't pick at that scab a bit... At- so you think he would pick at the scab? Well, I think... Like he would, he would mess with Chris? I don't know. I, I, I think that it seems from the reporting of the Cameron and Mace... It seems like the Jordan Poole, Draymond stuff in practice got very heated pre-punch and the trash talk. Well, Jordan talks a lot of trash. Right, but don't you think that's because Draymond talks trash and that that's the environment? Yeah, and Jordan's and like, so, but here's the Look, Draymond had an issue with LeBron. I mean, I, yeah. that finals when Draymond got suspended, mm-hmm. LeBron told me himself, not the media, one-on-one, I was talking to LeBron. He said he called me something you should never call somebody on the court. The B word. Right. And they're buddies now. And they were buddies, you know, years ago. So you can move. I, I get it that it wasn't long standing, but you can move past stuff like this. Look, I think they should 
try to trade Chris. Oh, okay. For a big. Well, yeah. Or for more depth. But if they keep him, I'm almost willing to guarantee that there won't be problems. I get it that their personalities are different. I'll take the opposite side of that. Just because when you get Chris Paul on your team, one of the reasons you get him is that he takes – the team takes his kind of attitude. Yes. Whether it's the Hornets. Oh, it's, we're, you're going to go to the Thunder. Oh, they're not going to be any good. Maybe you won't show up. Like, nope, surprise, surprise, we're good. Go to the Suns. Oh, surprise, the surprise, they're good. The time it doesn't work is with, with the Rockets. And Harden's well, like, well, this it, is it my team. Work, kind well, it did work, though. In games, they're up 3-2 on Golden State. I think it worked. Right. But Chris Paul also was mm. the, the, the emotional depth of that team. I think that is, that is the question here. We are asking Chris Paul, who's played 1,363 games in his NBA career. He has started all of them. Yep. To potentially come off the bench. And then we are also asking Chris Paul, or telling Chris Paul, you're not the leader here. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? Weird. And so it's two things he's never he, dealt with. In Houston, he, I don't think he was the leader in Houston. And I, I think when they lost those playoffs, what, what turned things between him and Harden was when Chris was like, we've tried it your yeah, way, that's and I've played off yeah. the ball and let you do your thing. We haven't won. Now let's come together and do it differently. And Harden was like, nah. So <laughs> I think he'll – Free agent frenzy next. Shot. But I think they should look to move it, honestly. It's time for a brand new segment called Free Agent oh, Frenzy. With brand new music. Well, that's our frenzied music. Oh. Free Agent Negotiating just around the corner, so we're going to take a look at three superstars, starting with Kyrie Irving. Mark Cuban says it's not a Kyrie or bust situation, but he does want the star point guard back. Here's the tail of the tape, Brew. 20 games, 27 points, 6 assists. Shot 51% from the field, almost 40% from three. Yeah, but he did go 5-11, and 11, 16 games with Luka. So where do you want to see Kyrie end up? Well, look, looking at the, around the league, I, I don't see, other than the Lakers, which I've said, you know, is the best fit for him, I don't see, like, another team where it's like, oh, that would be the place for Kyrie. You could have argued Phoenix before they got Bradley Beal, but obviously that's out. So I will say Lakers, but I'll throw this little caveat at you, Nick. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I, look. You have the same one I do. Let's just see. Is Minnesota. Oh, okay. We're okay, Minnesota's that. going nowhere with their big three of Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Edwards. So what about a Rudy Gobert? Can't have him. Mike Conley. Wait, with more? Go deal ahead. for Kyrie signing trade, Kyrie and Christian Wood. Because okay. I know the, cat, the the Mavs want to get off Christian Wood. Yeah. And they need defense, which Gobert would give for them. For the Mavs. And Conley. For the Mavs, it makes sense. Kyrie, Cat, and Anthony yeah. Edwards? No, no, tell, no, Hold no, up. Bro. Bro. The, Ma- the, the t- Minnesota Timberwolves. So you like sh- it for Ma- the Mavericks. Though. Sure. Okay. The Minnesota Timberwolves just gave up. Walker Kessler, three other players, four draft picks for Rudy Gobert. And where are they going with that? I'm just telling you. That's what I'm saying. If they make a big move, they're trading Carl Anthony Towns. They're not trading Rudy Gobert. Is that team, as they are now, better without than the team with Kyrie? I don't. The I actually think. I, 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 you lose Rudy Gobert defensively, you then add Kyrie. I don't know. I just know that I just think Carl Anthony Towns could be moved. Just a little. All right. So here's where I would like to see him. And I think it is unlikely, but would help both teams. I would like to see a sign and trade with the Los Angeles Clippers mm-hmm. for either of them. I'd call the Clippers and say, you pick. You, you want to give us Paul George, who you already shopped? Or you want to give us the better player, but with the far greater injury risk, Kawhi Leonard? Because here's what's happening. You guys are opening a new, brand new stadium that is your own. You, need, you And you risk Kawhi and Paul George both being gone. They both have player options. You can have a guy who at the very least puts butts in the seats and can give you a point guard scoring punch. Meanwhile, for the Mavericks, it is the exact type of player you have to pair with Luka. Either one of those guys doesn't need the ball in his hands, can score, and can defend. It would shake the snow globe for both franchises that desperately need to shake it. Now, obviously, it is the, again... Kyrie is not nearly the player Kawhi is. But 
even with his unreliability, he's more available than Kawhi right. is. And Paul George, they were shopping him already. Kyrie. And so, thing is, Kawhi, I, I don't yeah. see the Clippers giving Kyrie the long-term deal. Well, they, I mean, they're not worried about the money. Ballmer's one of the richest men in the yeah, world, and they it, need to make sure they have a star when that stadium opens. That is now a legit concern for them. That they, 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 so you, know, you would, if you're Dallas, you'd do it for Kawhi? In a heartbeat. And I would just be saying, gosh darn it, man. We, have, we keep spinning the roulette wheel and trying to find Luka a second star. We're going to, at this point, we might as well go all in on the riskiest, but the highest upside. Because, And again, you know that my belief that Kawhi is clearly damaged goods, right. but I think everyone would agree that Kawhi and Luka fit perfectly. Hmm. And they, and they complement each other, and you would be trading, you know, your questionable fit in Kyrie for their the, – the, no, I don't it's, know. It's interesting. Something. I think at the bottom of the end of the day, he's in Dallas. I yeah, mean, I think so, too. But that's not where I want to yeah, see him. Right. That's, that's not – yeah. That's not bad. Friend, it's supposed to be yeah. frenzy. Frenzy. Yeah. Sorry. We Next up, James <laughs> Harden. Last time we saw Harden, he was walking off the court with nine points, five turnovers. And the Sixers lost an elimination game by 24 points. Here's the tail of the tape for the year. Not too shabby. Almost 70 games, 21 points, 10 assists. Yeah. So, Nick, where do you want to see Harden? Okay, not Houston, especially after the draft they just had. They took Eamon Thompson. They also then got Cam Whitmore, who a lot of people thought was going to be mm-hmm. a top 10 pick. Yeah. They already have Jalen Green, Jabari Smith. That one doesn't – Shingoon, sorry, it but I was just saying perimeter players. Draft, it didn't make yeah. sense before. I thought Phoenix might make sense, but they went with Beal. So, the answer is Philly. The answer is Philly with Nick Nurse and try to, you know, see if Embiid and Harden can get over the hump together. I will say, I think the exact same thing I just talked about with Kyrie is worth a call if you're Daryl Morey. keep sending everybody to <laughs> the Clippers thing. You no. don't want to dump everybody. No, no, no. no. But I'm saying for the same reasons that for the Clippers would, you know, in my fake world, consider it for Kyrie, I think they would consider it for Harden because of the fit and because he's you, from LA. He's from like I do think, and both either one of those guys would Why? fit well alongside. It's like, oh, remember when I beat you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, like, uh, but I think the answer is Philly. I, I don't see a fit anywhere else in the league. I got to be honest. The whole league. Yeah. Do you like when you look at timetable of winning? Mm-hmm. Like we're trying to win now, or we're young. That's why Houston doesn't make sense. We got all these young guys that need the ball. We want to see who can play. I don't want to bring in James Harden for that. A lot of teams are in that position. And then if if I'm trying to win a championship, I got to be honest. I don't feel like bringing in James Harden is helping me. As good as he is in the regular season, I just don't feel like I can count on him in the playoffs. In the big games, or in at least that's some of the That's not a feeling. Games. That's a fact. Remember? Right. So, yeah. so if I'm one of these teams that's close, I'm like, nah, he's not getting us over the hump. So I think Philly is the place. And I actually think he has been using Houston to Drive up the value the with Philly. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's that. But I also think he'd be okay with going back there. I mean, he, he, he I mean, loved Houston, man. Loved he Houston. didn't quit. But he did love it. Go there in the offseason. He did quit Maybe do a sign and trade. Will that work? Sign and trade? For him to go to Houston? To go to Houston? They don't even need it. They they got caps to do it. Are you trying to get Shingoon on the Sixers? I'm just trying to bring some some of the young guys to Philadelphia. Go ahead. Finally, Mr. Triple-Double. Russ would need to take a huge pay cut to stay with the Clippers. Here's his numbers last year, including the playoffs. Only 26 games. Kind of mediocre. Eight and seven. But he had that three-game run against the Suns, 28-30 and 37 points. All losses, though, Bruce, so a little bit of a mixed bag. Where do you want to see Russ? The Clippers. And I know they can only pay him $3.8 million. Yeah. With the wink-wink that if this season goes well, we'll extend you at a higher number the following season. The Clippers is the place for him. And I'm not – look, if he goes somewhere else for more money, I respect that. I can't tell him about his money. But he's made a lot of money. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars already. And there is no, like, he's great for the, I told you guys before he went there, I thought it'd be a great fit because they need his energy. Mm-hmm. He'll have the ball in his hands. He's starting, like you said, Kawhi and Paul George can play off the ball. He and Paul George are great friends, have great respect for each other. Like, this is the place for him. Ty Lu loves him. Anywhere else he goes is not going to be this type of fit. So I think he can kind of, 
get back his image and his reputation as he started to do in the playoffs with this team. So I'd love to see him stay with the Clippers. Okay, I I would not. I'll tell you where I want, but it's not happening. Then I'll tell you two plays I think could. I want OKC. I would like oh, him to go back. But why, does, that, the, does that make any sense for OKC? If the if you were to get if he again, this is going to sound funny, but like he'll accept a role as a six man or energy guy off the bench. It's not going to happen. I, 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 I no, I know it. That's but I'm just saying it, he is the most important player in the history of that franchise. I like that. He's going to have a statue there one day, and I think they are ready to start. Competing for the well, they were already competing for the playoffs. But yeah, if really Shea pushed. takes and the lead, Shed will be right. Back. And the and so and I like Giddy a lot. Jalen Williams. There's they have good players, but that's not going like to happen. Lakers. So two play. I think I would bet money he ends up on one of these next two teams. Okay. Brooklyn is a possibility in this regard. They have no incentive to tank at all because they don't have their own picks. Right. They have picks, but they're not their own picks. They have a hole at that spot. He, he, he and Bridges could, you know, be something of a duo there. Or the team I think he's going to end up on, the Chicago Bulls. They don't have a point guard because Lonzo, unfortunately, his mm. career might be over. They are trying to win. They have Levine. They have DeRozan. So we'll you like that Vucevic. big three? DeMar, Westbrook, no, and Levine? I don't Levine? like it at all, but I don't think the Bulls are just going to – Wave the white flag on the season before the year starts. He's a Jordan Brand guy. I think I think he's going to end up either on the Bulls or the Nets, and my money would be that he's going to end up on the Bulls. I think he should stay with the Clippers. I think he should stay. He's he from ain't LA. playing for $3 million. He might, he Play with $3 million. He's not doing it. Well, what, what price happiness? He's going to go somewhere guy. else, be miserable, no, be saying West Brick, and he's like, don't do that, don't call me that. Nick, you know it would not go good in Chicago. Why? Because they don't fit. What? This is the reason it didn't go well with the Lakers. Okay, guys, it, we, we say, we're we saying it went great with the Clippers based purely on a week when they got their ass kicked. No. Yeah, like, he that's all the time there. Yeah. He played well. But was, He's from L.A. I, okay. He was from L.A. when he was on the Lakers. So. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is a chance to redeem yourself in your hometown. I remember when he was struggling. It's like, ah, oh, he feels a lot of pressure playing from, in his hometown. Clippers, that's where he should stay. Coming up next, more Clippers news. They're chock full for the West Coast. (laughs) Update out of Los Angeles. Welcome back to the show. Clippers announced Kawhi had cleanup surgery on his knee earlier this month. Lawrence Frank said Kawhi feels great. And it was very, very quick procedure that went terrific. Well, well, that's great. Get one done for fun. (laughs) Drew, the question that we all agreed on in the meeting is, are you still riding with your... Clippers. And this is what I don't get. I didn't get it in the meeting. I don't get it now. Why are they my Clippers? Clippers. I have not ridden with the Clippers since the bubble. That's not true. On the other hand, someone on this show has Dustin the Graphic. Look at these preseason predictions. Yeah, that was that yeah. was that was tough, Nick. One yeah. missed the playoffs altogether. The the, the Mavericks. I knew this is what two he was went doing. out in the first round, including your beloved yes. Clippers. Yeah. And the Sixers go out in the second right, round. Talking about Kawhi's. You are how are they my Clippers? Okay, because I didn't have the Clippers going okay, to the conference finals, fine. did I? Okay, you did though. You had Warriors Clippers. I don't know. You did. And if you, I knew well, you even if I did, stuff. why aren't they Nick and Drew's Clippers? Huh? Because you love even them. as, and now we can take that down and we'll leave it up. The leave it up for the. I like because the up to and including last week, Brew, you were literally pounding the table, arguing with me that I was underrating the Clippers and that I need to give the Clippers, if healthy, a real shot. Hey, Brew, I got a question for you. If Kawhi and Paul George are fully healthy and they bring back Russ like you oh. think, what do you think of the Clippers? <laughs> they got they're they're a they're a deep contender in the West. See, there you go. They That's, are you act like you thought so last Clippers. year. What? You thought yeah. last year they'd be healthy and what? They're going to be the second best team in what? the West. But so I, me saying it now is crazy. The, yes. And they added Russell Westbrook who fits there? Yeah, who's How's that who's, crazy? Because they own the Lakers. Yep. We know if they get the Lakers in the playoffs, they have a good shot at winning that because they own them. If you you had a nephew who had gotten in trouble two years in a row, and you're like, you know what, this is the year I think he stays out of trouble. Mm -hmm. And then that year, he got in trouble again. And then you'd be like, hey, you know what? 
I don't believe in you anymore. That's why I can say the Clippers, I gave them. I said, okay, last year actually going into this year, Kawhi didn't get hurt. You know why he didn't get hurt the year going into this year? Because he sat out the whole year. So I'm like, okay, he's going to be rested as healthy as we've seen him. Maybe they have a real shot. And also, by the way, what you and Dusty with your little chicanery didn't note there was I said, if the Lakers trade Russ, I have the Lakers in the conference final instead of the Mavs. You know that's true, but set that aside. But now this experiment doesn't work. The Kawhi Leonard Paul George experiment does okay, not okay. work. I hear, look, we obviously have to bake in the health. Even if they're right? healthy, it doesn't even, work. Why not? Because they, they've been healthy once in even the playoffs, if they're healthy, and they blew it. But if what they were up three-one on round the team two that and just won it. the championship, and I agree, they blew it. They blew but it. But that doesn't mean they would blow it every time. No, if they are healthy. See, there they, it is. No, we real got talk. You there. Here it is. If they are healthy and Westbrook comes <laughs> back, we even if he doesn't, if they're it. healthy, yeah. great yeah. coach in Ty Lue, yeah. great wings, two-way wings in Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah, they would be a problem. <laughs> why we they would them. be a problem. That's and why they're I don't mind saying it. That's you why did two your, minutes ago. Yeah, that's you talked yourself your into it. No, if they, I, I agree with Nick that I'm not betting on them to be healthy. No, but all I am saying it's, is it's if they, you're saying there's result. no chance they'll yes, be healthy. I'm saying they have no leadership from the players. I like Ty, but I'm saying your best player is terrible for the culture. I'm saying your second best player was shopped all week leading up to it, and then found out, you know what? This next generation appreciates me more than the current really one does. just Brandon Miller. <laughs> Brandon Miller. I'm saying that other – okay, you said they might who, not have Russ back. in the West? Drew, they don't have enough team. They, they, oh, they, they won't be healthy. If, you, no, if that's your not, answer, they won't be healthy, no, I'm I good. am not saying that. I'm saying they don't have enough good players. I'm saying Marcus Morris is not good anymore. I'm saying they don't have a point they guard. They got enough That's good why players. they had to go to Russell Westbrook. I'm saying that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are not this, oh, my God. The best two ways. We haven't seen basketball. them together. Right. We don't know. We do know. We, we know one year, four years, three years ago. Bro, we saw them. Like, what, what was their seed this year? They were the four seed, right? Or the they low managed Kawhi. What and it worked until the playoffs. I mean, what I, are look, we I'm with about? you on the injuries, but don't you no. cannot tell me. I am, with I am Lou, telling you with that roster. I'm if, telling you. if by the grace of God they are healthy, yeah, they will be a tough out. No, a they tough will be out a real of, tough in out. What round one? I bet your Lakers don't want to see the, Bro, you you keep bringing up this fact that in the regular season, the Clippers have owned the Lakers. I don't care about it. I don't care about it. I mean, yeah, I care a little bit. It's like 12. Of course you care. Okay, that's fine. Whatever helps you sleep. No, I I get it. This is not a right. First of all, they're not my Lakers. I'm not a lifelong Laker fan. Okay. I mean, they're they're more your Lakers than they're his Clippers. Than the Clippers. Thank you, Wild. Thank you. That's fine. That's that's fine. My point is I have no, like, long-term standing with the team and Lakers. Oh, and I do with the Clippers. You do. You grew up rooting for him. Oh, yes. You did. (laughs) You loved Danny Manning when he was at Kansas. You loved him with the Clippers. But that's not the point. The point is the Clippers, the entire of this era, if you want to call it that, have been an idea. And they've been an idea that the entire time it's like, well, you're building a basketball team and you've never once had a point guard and you've never once had a rim protector, but it's fine. We have seven wings. We have all the wings in the world. That They built the team out of the wings. And that was never going to Why'd work. Why'd you pick them then to get to the conference what? finals? Because Over your Lakers. Because I underrated the Nuggets clearly. And because I didn't, and I thought the Lakers would be broken if they didn't trade Russ, which I was correct about. Okay, so you're not worried about the surgery because Lawrence Frank, <laughs> it went well. Look, I, Coming up I'm, next, so yeah. we got to get to Vlad TV. That we've got. <laughs> oh yeah, Nick's Vlad's on topic. the show. This He's is for you. Up. I did this you for you, this. and then you stabbed me in the back. <laughs> Time now for the silliest part of the show. You know, when you need hard-hitting basketball history lessons, well, look no further than Vlad TV and Dennis Rodman. Take a listen. I'll put it this way. If Larry Bird played in this era, I think he'd be in Europe. (laughs) So I'm just letting you know, man. Really? Like I said, I'm just saying you'd be 
somewhere over there. But as you know, I, his game was fit for Boston at that time in the '80s and stuff like that. You know, but uh, so uh, today's world, oh hell no. <laughs> okay. Also, Brew, he ended it with, "I think the kid from Denver." Yeah, he doesn't MVP. even know his name, right? <laughs> Is way better than him. Before, you know Go what's ahead. so wild about this? Before you answer, Brew. Go ahead. That we're running clips from Vlad. Tiva. Rodman played against Burke. Yes. And, and, times. You know, like early people don't know. Rodman obviously was on the Pistons teams that won those titles, and they battled the Pacers in the playoffs. So he should know. But go ahead, because Brew. The other thing the audience should know is Brew unprompted before this clip came out Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Texted Wild tonight, Larry Bird highlights. Working. I'm always <laughs> so, working. All I said, I'm gonna give you the context. Look, uh-huh. what what Dennis Rodman was at, Gilbert Arena said that Larry Bird would beat LeBron in one on one, and Vlad asked Rodman that or asked him his thoughts about that, and that's what made Rodman say no, he'd be in Europe. I, first of all, I disagree with Arenas. I think LeBron would be Larry Bird in one-on-one. I think LeBron is better than Larry Bird. But, and this is the reason I sent you guys the clips, I said Larry Bird was a better passer than LeBron James. And you saw the passes on there. That clip I showed you that you can't you can't get one that's equal from LeBron yeah, I think as far as okay. passing I, the basketball. Okay. Now, that's now that said, yeah. it's ridiculous. And, and Dennis Rodman, I'm going to get serious for a minute. Remember, Dennis Rodman was critical of Larry Bird back in 1987 after the Celtics beat them in the Eastern Conference Finals. He said he's overrated and he gets all this love because he's white. That's a yeah. paraphrase. And then Isaiah Thomas got involved in all that. Oh, that game, by the way, Bird put 37-9-9 and on Rodman and the Pistons. So he's never had any love for Larry Bird. That's why this comment is, is what it is. But... Don't believe it, y'all, yeah. for those that didn't see Bird. No, I mean, of course don't believe it. I mean, <laughs> this is an outrageous thing. Larry Bird is unequivocally one of the ten greatest players of all time. Larry Bird's first, first nine years in the league had three straight second-place uh, MVP finishes followed by three straight first-place MVP finishes and three other top four finishes. First-team All-NBA every single year. He was the – if you are – you can make an argument – in the, uh, Bird, Duncan, Kobe, you can argue in any order. I that Absolutely. I wouldn't have Bird better than either one of them, but you can make the argument above either of those guys. That's the caliber of player he was. It, and this is where you – even Dennis Rodman's a Hall of Famer who played against him and says he would be in Europe. It's where you wonder how – and when you saw the new draft picks, like their all-time top fives, mm-hmm. and the oldest guy involved in any of them was Jordan on a couple and LeBron on the others, is how many of these guys are just going to be memory hole. It's crazy. More First Things First tomorrow.